Fight Podcast, hosted by Sergio Vicente. The Fight Podcast is brought to you by Sage Eats. Sage Eats is a Chicago-based healthy meal prep and fitness mentoring company. They deliver healthy, organic, custom meals directly to your home or office. For those of you not in Chicago, Sage Eats also offers online fitness mentoring where your personal fitness mentor will send you four weeks worth of workouts that are customized to your body and your goals. Your mentor is available seven days a week to answer questions and offer support. Sign up for Sage Eats at W www.sageeatschicago.com. Apply promo code FIGHT for 20% off your first three months. Now here's your host of the FIGHT podcast, Sergio Vicente. What up, what up, what up? Welcome back to episode 108 of the FIGHT podcast. I'm your host, Serge Vicente, and we have a fun episode for us today, man. Um, I am joined by my boy and weekly contributor, Brandon Camille. Obviously, we're going to go ahead and jump into some boxing, man. Um, But before we get to that, remember the FIGHT podcast is brought to you each and every week by Sage Eats. Sage Eats offers healthy meals and fitness mentoring. Sign up for Sage Eats at Sage Eats Chicago. Com. Apply promo code FIGHT for 15% off your first three months. Also, follow the Fight Podcast on all social media networks at the Fight Podcast and follow me at Serge Vicente. On Twitter, I'm pretty sure it's at the Serge Vicente. Either way, make sure you follow, man. And uh, do not forget also, check us out on the website, fightpodcast.com. You can buy merch there. Check us out. Check us out. All right. Man, fun week this week, man. I had an opportunity, as I said, uh, to jump into a lot of stuff with Brandon, man. We had a week off, and um, we had to recap stuff, man. We had to catch up, man. It's a lot of fun, so check it out. Without further ado, here's my conversation with Brandon Camille. B, what up, dude? What's good? It's been a while. Man, it's been too long, bro. It's been too long. How's everything going, man? How you living? Can you hear me all right? Yeah, I hear you just fine. I'm good. I'm good, man. No no complaints up here in Boston. Weather is like slowly but surely warming up. So we get like 50s on a regular now. Like everywhere else in May, it's like 70, 80, 90. But, you know, small wins. What's it looking like in Chicago? It's ugly as hell, bro. It like snowed this weekend. What? Yeah, it, uh, it, don't get it twisted. I wasn't here. I was in L.A., but it's no. Uh, I, I mean, yeah, just random honeymoon you went on. Man, you know what I'm saying? Don't say that, but I lied. But no, I didn't <laughs> no honeymoon for me, man. <laughs> yeah, I ain't, I ain't nowhere near married, man. But no, nah, man, I went to go visit the girlfriend, man, out there in L.A. It was cool, man. It was cool. It was real chill. Um, had a had some really, really, really dope experiences, man. Um. Yeah, it was it was nuts out there, bro. That's solid, man. Yeah, the trip looked beautiful. I, I saw the weather over here, still in Boston. Just like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, it looks like he's having fun. Hey, but yeah, I'm glad you had a good time. Came back nice and rejuvenated, and we got a lot to talk about today, man. It's so bro, so it's so much going on. It is crazy. Um, this uh, it's fight week. It, it is fight week. It is fight. Week. Hey man, are you hearing a little um like a ticking or anything when you're talking? And you can hear anything? No, when I'm speaking. Yeah, keep talking. Say keep, say something else. Say Whatever something you want to like say. I, I was just talking about fight week. All right, 
I think it's good. I think it was just my my something was my speaker. I just want to make sure we got the sound all right. You know, we we making sure, man. We trying to keep it keep it keep it going. Um, uh, but yo, so much to talk about. It's crazy. Absolutely, man. Uh, um, I, I'm so excited for this fight, man. I cannot wait, dude. This weekend's fight is going to be incredible. And actually, man, that's exactly where I want to start. I I want to start right with it and yeah i can talk with, like i said there's a lot of other things we can talk about man but look i want to just dive into it this sure? weekend it's, it's been a while we got a few things to catch up on no 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 we'll, we'll get to those i, I want to get okay. into it man i'm excited i'm excited and i i think that this deserves our attention and everybody who's listening's attention let's go it's, it's one let's of those man it. so this weekend i think is not even arguable at this point. This is the most important fight to this point in time and in the foreseeable future in boxing. In one of the glamour divisions in boxing, we got Canelo Alvarez. And it's not on pay-per-view. And it's not on pay-per-view. Nuts. Oh, I was, I'm so I had, happy. I had a moment last week where I was thinking about, hey, like, what am I going to do for the fight? Will I buy it? And within a few minutes, I was like, damn, I don't got to buy the fight. You got to worry about it. I to ain't got to buy the fight. That, that's an amazing feeling. Yeah. And for y'all that are not paying for the zone, y'all need to just go ahead, just give them that little 833 a month, whatever they charge in. Man, bite the bullet. Bite the bullet. It's worth it. If you like it, fights, it's worth it. It'll help all of us out because if the zone goes away and I have to go back to paying for pay per view, I nope. will not nope. be a happy no. camper. No bueno. I can't do it, man. I can't do it. But look, Canelo's coming in. We all we already know his record, man. He he has he's what is it? Fifty one and fifty one fifty one one and two. Thirty seven knockouts. Danny Jacobs twenty seven and two. With twenty what five knockouts? Where let me pull this up. I had it all written down. You know, I don't think I don't think he has twenty five knockouts. Mm, twenty nine knockouts. But he, he that means he got more than twenty seven wins. No, he's yeah thirty five. He's thirty five and two with twenty nine knockouts. Yeah, I was like, I know his knockout percentage wasn't that high. I mean, that's still a nice knockout percentage. Oh, absolutely. I mean, yeah. the first time I watched Danny Jacobs was when he uh starched Peter Quillen Ooh, in yeah. Brooklyn. Yeah, battle for Brooklyn. Yo, he blasted, buddy, man. But I'll tell you this. So, look, this is what I thought was interesting, and I wanted to get your thoughts of this before we kind of break down the fight. Not even break down the fight. We're just going to get our opinions of the fight and how we think it's going to go. But Canelo was a minus 450 favorite to Danny Jacobs plus 350. Do you think Vegas got it right? I mean... I'm not a huge betting guy, so can you just tell me how those numbers break out? I know there's like for so for a hundred dollars, what do I get if I bet on Canelo? So you got Canelo wins. If Canelo wins, it's like you got to make. I'm gonna be honest with you. I don't know the exact way. I don't bet. I, okay. I just know it's like who's the favorite by how much, and I think it's something along the lines of you go put down four hundred. If I put if I put four hundred. I can win a hundred, kind of thing like that. If Canelo wins, okay. And, and if, but if Jane Jacobs win on a hundred, you can win three fifty. Okay. 
Yeah, I, I, I'm pretty sure that's how it is. That sounds about right. Um, do I think I got I got it one? I think the odds uh, as they come closer to the fight are about three to one for Canelo. Yep. So those are numbers I'm a bit more familiar with. I'm okay with that. Canelo's the champion. Uh, Canelo has the judges because it's a Golden Boy event, and oh, 100%. Canelo always finds ways to finesse these judges or get a decision that you might uh, question. Right. So, yeah, I, I and and Canelo, he's an amazing boxer. He continues to improve. We continue to see that improvement. Um, Thinking back on the first Golovkin fight, how he comes back that second fight, fights Mexican style, the entire fight was beautiful. I want to see what type of adjustments he makes in the ring because Danny Jacobs is something serious. He has about a three-inch reach advantage, I believe it is. He has a four-inch height advantage and he's a bit more of a mover in the ring yes now i'm not going to confuse danny jacobs for arislandi lara however he can move he's going to continue to stick that jab out there all night and i do think if the opportunity arises then he's absolutely going going to go for the knockout however you know it's very difficult to bet against Canelo if you're Vegas. I, I think three to one odds are, are fine. I, I have no I'm, problem with that. I'm cool with the three to one odds. That to me makes sense, especially because of the name recognition itself, not even because of the records or nothing else, just because of the name. And a lot of people don't even realize who or know who Danny Jacobs is. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I get it. And in fact, I, I, I could have seen it be even bigger. Do you know what I'm saying? I wouldn't have been surprised if it was like five to one. It wouldn't have surprised me at all. Uh, so that, yeah, I'm, I'm cool with it. But in terms of the fight itself, I think a lot of people didn't take into account the sheer size difference of the two guys. I really don't think people paid attention. Think about how much bigger Triple G looked than Canelo. He was far bigger. And Triple G is going to stand in front of you. And Triple G is going to stand in front of you. Gennady, I mean, uh, Danny Jacobs was bigger than Triple G. So you got somebody who is a bigger dude and who actually moves. So we already know, looking at, and this is the way I was thinking about it. I went back and I looked at the, uh, the Triple G fights. And one thing that I noticed is that, look, the size definitely, Canelo boxed beautifully, and he always does. Fam, how often have we been on here wooing and eyeing and whatever talking about um, uh, about Canelo? We uh, both love Canelo. We, we both have Canelo in our top five. So, I mean, I'm not hating to throw any shade on him. But Gennady Golovkin sure size his ability to absorb punishment because of his size. And he... It, it, it bothers it bothers Canelo and that size weighs on Canelo and Canelo in both fights kind of got tired in the middle rounds you know middle later rounds right it happens uh, the second fight I, not as much the second fight the not second as much fight, go ahead go so ahead. I disagree with you there I think it was he got more tired in the later rounds in the second fight than he did the first fight the first fight we saw him come on the last three rounds those are the last three rounds that everybody argued that he took he won. yeah um, you're right you're right the second fight, 
I thought maybe it was the 10th or 11th round. Yeah. I thought Canelo got rocked. And it wasn't noticeable. His knees didn't buckle. Mm -hmm. But he damn sure got caught, I believe, with a right uh, from glove. From a glovekin that it was, it was a big, it was a, it was a, it was a big right hand, and you can see his, like you said, his enthusiasm wasn't. He was, he wasn't as happy about it after that moment. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and, and going back, I did the same. Uh, more, I didn't watch the first Golovkin fight, but I did watch the second one this week, and I, I going back to watch that, and there were so many what I felt like were complaints. After the fight, yeah, uh, about the decision by by and, by whom? Do you talk about just fans in general? Or you mean like yeah, but okay, uh, okay, uh, fan, fans in general, uh, some pro Golovkin, some pro Canelo, whatever. And I just think what got lost was how amazing of a fight that was. And it I was thought a the great first fight. fight was a, a great fight. So I was fortunate enough to actually watch that fight from Puerto Rico, which Yo, was really cool. Look at this dude. Um, yeah. Hanging out with my uh, people, man. I appreciate you. Chilling, chilling. And it was a great ex- dope experience to ex- uh to be in Puerto Rico for that. Uh the se- but the second fight, it was just a great fight through and through. So much action. And I just it, it's literally beyond me how I love how was Canelo in. stayed stayed right in the like that second fight how he was truly fighting Mexican style. Oh man, well, Canelo was tough that second fight, man. I, Absolutely, but my my thing is how Golovkin stood mm-hmm. up to all of that punishment. He That's took a, a lot, took a of lot punishment, of punishment, especially to the body. And we saw a mere mortal in whatever buddy's name was who Can- Canelo fought in December is not taking that body work. No, so I'm not interested at all. to see how it. I, while I know Daniel Jacobs has a pretty good chin, even and I told you to uh, watch that Pierog knockout. Mm-hmm. Earlier, earlier this week, even when he got knocked out by Pirog, he was actually trying to get up, literally yelling at the referee for stopping the fight. Um, so Daniel Jacobs has a pretty decent chin. Um, Canelo has a has a, has a good chin uh, from all accounts, but I'm really looking to see how Danny Jacobs stands up against some of that body work, and depending on how he's fighting, if he even lets him get inside to go to the body. Man, dude, this is such a great fight. When you look at it, man, because even the more you talk about it, the more I, I, I think about it. it I mean, f- this is a true fight fans type of fight. In my opinion, fuck Vegas. This is a pick em. This is really a pick em. I can see scenarios where both guys win. And both guys can win convincingly. You know what I mean? And the, that's what all the pros say. The, yeah. Literally, I, I've watched a lot of... Uh, I, I watched the pro pick videos. And I'm sure closer to the fight, some of them have changed. But I was literally watching videos where they speak to 10 different people uh, involved with boxing. Either boxers, coaches, and just none of them could pick. They literally could not pick. Dude, it's one of those fights, and I've really been going back and forth, man. I I really have, but I think the best way I can circle around it, or the best thing I can think of is this. At the end of the day, I believe Danny Jacobs needs the finish to win the fight. Kind of goes to what you were talking about earlier. Anytime it's close with Canelo, 
let it be it is on the the lara fight the triple g fights the Kodo fights whichever ones you want to talk about there's there's at least three in there that we can look at and say dude the mayweather fight that's where i was going the mayweather fight yeah so i mean he's one of those guys that boxing wants to win so you have to put him out for that to happen look triple g went out there and most people who watched the fight believed he won the first fight they were like yeah nah draw the next fight it was a close fight they're gonna give it to do where it could you could have argued a draw they're gonna give it to canelo you know what i mean so i believe um as much as I think, and I and I honestly, I believe Danny Jacobs can put Canelo out. I think that with his size, his athleticism, I think his athleticism poses a lot of problems for him. That Canelo, he's a different type of puzzle that I don't believe Canelo. Canelo's fought guys who are just as long or just as big or who are just as sturdy and who are, you know what I'm saying? But he's never fought somebody who actually has the entire package in the same capacity. Um... And Daniel Jacobs has been doing this for a long time. Yeah, I mean, man. he was a highly touted prospect coming out. Yeah, yeah, and again, so he has a, he has a lot of amateur experience. Dude, dude is he has the pedigree, he has everything. He is a complete nightmare, and I think this is going to be his coming out party. I think this is going to be his opportunity to show the world exactly who he is. I think he's going to go out here. I think he's going to get the finish, and he's going to. He is somebody who can truly be the face of boxing. He can have that Sugar Ray Leonard, I'm the nice guy, I dress fly, I can be on top, I can be and do I can do all of your endorsements. We can do he can honestly be that type of guy. Absolutely. If he can knock off Canelo. And he does it impressively. What, if he does it impressively. And and personally, I don't see Daniel Jacobs knocking Canelo out. I think even as unlikely as it may seem, he will probably end up having to do it on the scorecards. I just don't yeah. see him getting that knockout. And he's not, even though he's a big puncher, he tends to have trouble getting that big punch off in some of his more recent fights. And Daniel Jacobs has fought, going back to Golovkin, literally nothing but undefeated fighters. Exactly. So and, and that's the thing. People are looking at his last couple of fights and saying he hasn't really finished anybody. And they're like, who has he fought? Well, that's the, that's the thing. He's fought everybody nobody wants to fight. He's yeah. fought all of those guys. Crazy tough, you know, and those are the guys, all those Eastern European dudes, man, those Russians, yo, good luck. They're nasty out there. They're monsters. Um, Dude, I, I'm, I'm telling you, um, in fact, he, remember the, um, uh, Acevedo, what's it called? Um, uh, from Philly, Puerto Rican boxer. This is not Luis Arias? No, no, no. Puerto Rican boxer out of Philly. Um, Crazy Heart was in the first Creed movie. Oh, yes. I know uh, I know who um, you're talking about. Uh, Gabe, um, Gabe. Gabe Rosado. Gabriel Rosado. Gabriel Rosado. He, he, just, he just beat Gabriel Rosado um, that last fight for the zone. He's um, this this just Russian guy. It was on Gabe Rosado's last fight, but that guy is somebody who lost to Danny Jacobs. That guy is a legitimate Selecki. champion. Took my Selecki. Yes, that's Selecki. Selecki. Yes, Danny Jacobs beat Selecki. 
Yes. You know, and again, Selecki's one of those guys that people don't know a lot about him, but is an absolute problem. He's a nightmare. Yeah, I mean, Gabe Rosado isn't the biggest measuring stick, but no, I, Selec- I wasn't talking about it to talk about. I mean, Gabe Rosado, like I, I just think he's hard. He he didn't have the skill set, but I I do appreciate uh, Selecki's skill skill set. I think he's actually a very talented boxer. I would agree. Yeah, like it's no shade on e. Rosado or or Selecki. It was more so. I, I just I was that's the only way I can think of who Selecki's name was was through Rosado. That's it. But um, I, I I look Selecki's a tough guy that nobody wanted to fight. Daniel Jacobs went out there and beat a really tough dude. These are the type of guys that he's been fighting. Yeah, uh, Darevchenko, probably of the three fighters he's fought since Golovkin, uh, Louis Arias, uh, Selecki, and Sergey Darevchenko. I'm killing these names. But man, uh, hey, Darevchenko is probably keep it going. One, of, one of probably the scariest fighters he's fought. And that is truly is one of those Eastern European fighters that gets ducked by yeah, everybody, everybody, including Gennady Golovkin. So, and, and he beat him 12 rounds. I was actually at that fight. Mm-hmm. Uh, very, very impressive, impressive win there. He didn't get the knockout that we wanted to see. And that's something that's been a theme. I think he, he has to hurt Alvarez somehow. He has to get his respect. And while I don't think he gets that knockout, I believe he's going to have to visibly hurt him at some point to really change the perception in the eye of the judges. Because the shots that Canelo lands, they look good. They don't always have the most power on them. He does a great job of changing the power on his shots without necessarily showing it. So I heard um, Canelo... Did you get an opportunity to watch him... um the 40 day thing whatever that was uh, that uh DAZN had i watched some of it i didn't get through okay. the whole thing I, I i watched one of them and it was you know he went to the um he went to one of the fights and um he went to ryan garcia's fight and he's talking to ryan garcia and one thing that he, he was talking about with him and i found to be so interesting and it made me realize how not only how amazing of a boxer canelo is was more even more so how how amazing of an entertainer he is he thinks about that kind of stuff and he was sitting there when he was going through the finish with uh with the with the kid and he was telling him he's like ryan telling ryan garcia he was like look that was a good finish but what you should have done was set him up for the big and he's talking about how like what flashy precision punch he can land that can make it look even more spect and he even said it he was like I want you should be be spectacular that's how he said it he should be spectacular you know and I was like yo it's so nuts like this dude thinks about this kind of stuff he's not just thinking about beating you he's thinking about how he's going to beat you and making it look good man dude is a beast man Canelo is great for boxing. And oh, he's awesome. He's carrying the sport right now. Uh, big fight after big fight. And while someone like Golovkin, who can be considered, you know, maybe his even his equal by many, Golovkin's fighting who? Uh, Steve Rolls or something Dude, like he's that? He's fighting Buddy over there and Buddy and, over and, here. And that's fine. Canelo just fought, uh, Golovkin just fought Canelo twice. I don't mind that. Uh, and even you could say Canelo took a fight, uh, the fight back in December uh, at 168. Hey, Whatever. But, but that, they, that they, was they, still a legit guy. I mean, 
I don't well, think he had a chance, but that was a guy. Like, not somebody who hasn't fought in two years. Uh, either way, Canelo right back this May. Right, right. The biggest fight in boxing again. He's carrying, he's he's, he's not Mayweather, job. but he's carrying the sport right now. Yeah. When when Canelo fights, more than likely, it like it's one of these big fights. We pay attention. Where, yeah, pay we attention. Pay attention. It, we pay attention. Everybody. He has that same... You're right. He's the guy. Like he's, he's the not, guy. Canelo, you one thing you you will never say about Canelo is that he's ducking somebody. No, 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 no. He's not ducking. And you know what? He he talks about it a lot. And I was listening to a number of interviews, and he says, "I want all the belts." And he was like, "He had Jacob says the IBF. I need to get that one first. And if that's how he really feels, good." It's about time we have a boxer who actually wants to go out there and, well, not about time. There's always guys like that, but a superstar that wants to go out there and compete to that manner. Um, I love it. I I really do. Um, Canelo is, he's a a throwback, man. He's a throwback. And um, I'm going to say this, and I said it on my show, on the show earlier today, and I'm going to say it, I'm going to ask you. I'm going to ask you, I believe Canelo is the best Mexican fighter of all time. That's deep. Um, I, I think that's yet to be determined. There's been a lot of Dude, I think with his resume now, and yes, with the cloudiness, I understand, but with his resume now, he has more big names, more big fights on his at this point in his career than any other Mexican out there ever. I'll have to take a second look at Julio Cesar Chavez's resume. He fought a whole bunch of cab drivers and bums up until he was like 70 fights in. Yeah. He still went 87-0. And again, Isn't that and, before and he got his first he, loss? It, it, no, he was 100. Like, yeah, it's something along those crazy lines. Yeah, let's, let's see some of the names on his resume. Now don't get it twisted. I don't think Canelo earned some of these names on his on his on his you know hit list, but still, I thought he lost to Lada. I you know, I go back and forth with the Cotto fight. The you I mean you, you can definitely fight. argue that. Yeah. Um, I I don't think it's a bad argument at all. It may seem a bit premature, but. But Canelo you know, really is that it really is that guy, and he's taking on all comers. So, I mean, I don't have a problem with you with you saying that. But, I can't. But here's I, the I thing would, also think about this. We think about it; it's premature because he's a young guy, but he's not even thirty years old yet, and we've seen this dude for over ten years already. Absolutely. So, dude, he's a vet. Vet. He's yeah. been in the game. He's been on the dude. He's been on the big stage for ten years. And that's why I feel comfortable saying at this point in time, he's the best. He's with like, and again, it was a thing for a long time. People, you know, him and, you know, they had the Chavez. Remember when he fought Chavez Jr. And everybody was like, oh, you know, Chavez, people still were holding on. And that was like the battle of Mexico kind of thing. And he blasted dude out of there. Yeah, I mean. That was all cap for that Chavez fight. We yeah. all knew what it was, yeah, and they very, were trying. Very true. Very they were true. reaching. No one that watches boxing 
expected Chavez to win. It was just a Mexican. That that was the theme, that and that's the fine. That was the theme. No, but I, I think he's he's the greatest at this point in time. Um, but with all that being said, I I truly believe and I see Danny Jacobs winning this fight. I think this is what's going to get him, and I think he's going to do it impressively. Um, but I, I will also preface my statement by saying this. If he goes to the judges, I got Canelo winning the fight. I have Jacobs winning uh, on points. I, I don't see it ending my knockout either way. Uh, I could probably see Canelo knocking out Jacobs before I see Jacobs knocking out Canelo. But overall, my pick is Jacobs by points. Um, and yeah, that's that's where my heart is at at this point. I feel you. Like, you no, know, I understand. Some, something in my mind... I won't lie, does say Canelo, but I'm going with my heart this time. Danny Jacobs, the New York guy, uh, the Miracle Man, cancer survivor, like he's uh, he's uh, you know what? him. I'm like gonna be Canelo, with you. good I, for boxing. Yeah, they they both are. And, and again, I'm I'm with you. I th- I think maybe I am picking like I am trying my best to pick with my head, but it is such a close fight, such a close fight. That I that I feel like my heart is pushing me over to Danny Jacobs just a little bit, but I'm still a huge Canelo fan. And I think here, there's another thing I think I'm maybe I'm I'm thinking this way. It, 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 let's think about this. If Canelo loses, Canelo is still Canelo. Canelo. He doesn't drop anywhere. I don't care if he even loses bad. That's still Canelo Alvarez. People are still gonna pay to see him fight. Danny Jacobs, man, this is his opportunity. Oh, yeah. I, I, I said to myself earlier this week that if Danny Jacobs doesn't win this fight, I, I think it gets a lot harder for him to make his career a Hall of Fame 100%, 100%. career. 100%. But if he wins this fight, he's, he's a Hall of Famer. Automatic, automatic. Hall of Famer. He wins this fight, he's a Hall of Famer, and he's a superstar. He needs this fight. And I think he understands that. Yeah. He does. Yeah. Um, but I don't think he's trying to play too much into it. Really just trying to focus on the fight as yeah. he should be. Um, he understands that it's a big fight for his trainer, Andre Rozier, as well. Yeah. I, I cannot wait for Saturday. And we just don't have to pay for it. It's so great, man. I do. The zone is I've heard people talk trash about it in the streaming services. And I know that ESPN Plus has had some issues with the UFC stuff. And look. At the end of the day, this is the direction that the pay-per-view model is dead. It's dying, and this is this is what's going on. Dying, not dead. Yeah, it's dying. It's we dying. Damn sure are gonna pay for this uh, for Deontay Wilder fights and Errol Spence fights for a while. Hundred percent. But it is, but it is dying, and streaming platforms is what the what's going to eventually take over, man. So I love it. Um, yo, we both Jump. got Danny Jacobs winning. What was that? Jumping to the business side of things real quick, I listened to an Oscar De La Hoya interview today that I believe he did today. Okay. Um, he said a few interesting things, uh, one of them being that Ryan Garcia isn't ready for Javante Davis, which he was very open about. I thought that was I hilarious. Said that. But he was also saying that for the Errol Spence, Mikey Garcia event, that there were guarantees, something like eight mil. I'm not for Errol Spence. I'm not sure what the guarantee for Mikey Garcia was. And he was saying someone definitely lost money on that event because there's no way to generate that type of uh, that type of revenue without there's, there's no way to generate that type of revenue with only 400,000 pay-per-view buys hmm. now um, 400,000 
400,000 was the number that Spence okay. did against Garcia. And he said there's no way to generate that type of revenue to justify those payments. But then how, the, the, but how, but what was the gate? Do you know? No. Because here's the thing. I know that they sold out also. So they could have made a lot of revenue based on the gate as well. And I know that gate was a couple million. Well, that that's like kind of like a the sidebar of the conversation because okay, the follow-up okay. question was that okay well if they t- if someone took a loss on that event then how are you justifying how are how is canelo getting paid who's losing money on the zone side for these events and oscar de la Hoya said i i don't care that's not my problem <laughs> straight up straight up yo that's hilarious it was uh, funny uh, yeah hey because i'm glad Cause I don't know how the zone is paying for this shit, man. Shit. Hey, yo, care. I don't either. Hey, keep keep doing keep doing whatever you're doing because I I I don't get it, man. I don't know how they're making money. I don't know how they're paying all these fighters. Everything that they're paying them, it's nuts. But uh, hey, look, I'm here for it. I'm I wonder what the it. what the payoff plan is. Cause I mean, they could. I think as the general public. We're just such, and I say this often, we're such prisoners of the moment. Oh, yeah. So DAZN was released less than a year ago. This was September yeah. that, DAZN, that DAZN was released. And everybody's like, okay, where are your buys? What does this look like? X, Y, Z. Of course, they don't have to re- release that. They are private, and they probably won't release that for a, a long time. But a service like this with a subscription-based model you know, it has to have a plan at least five years out, it has like to. five, five, ten years out to start making revenue. I mean, Netflix, and this was something I heard in an, on another podcast, they, they were taking a loss for a long time and they still spend a ton of money, a shit ton of money to create the content that they create. So a, a service like this at such a cheap price, it's putting on premium events and having to pay these boxers million dollar paydays um it i think it's just we have to wait and see but it's going to take a while i i think it is going to take a while man um but again i'm here for it we'll see what ends up happening with it really man I feel like it's it's going to be a lot of people who buy and cancel for this fight and they're going to do that again they're going to do that again a couple more times and then they're going to start to feel stupid and just leave it. I'm about to say yeah they people might do that once. They might do that once, but they I mean it, it gets to a point in time man I feel like once you get on that platform and you play with it, yo it's a great platform. I really do like that platform. Yeah, uh, I I watched his own a ton. Even the yeah. fights last two weeks ago yep um you know i took took my time if ones i didn't get to see watch them on the zone i mean it's a solid platform watching i can brock a little bit more they're doing well yeah 40 days and yo i am not gonna lie and i do not want to sound like a hater but yo Ak, friend of the show who's been on the show i i like Ak. i think he's silly i think barack is corny as shit bro he's super corny bro I feel bad saying it, man. I it's something because I want to cheer for the dude. Comes off as corny sometimes. It's, it's kind of rough. It's kind of hard to watch, man. It's cringeworthy. I'm not gonna stunt. Some of that stuff is made for TV. It is, and, and it's like, not their bag either. And I think that's what makes it look corny. Like I feel like you guys are putting them in the wrong space. 
I, I, like I said, some of that stuff is just done for TV. I don't remember what I was watching about a week ago. And the guys in the show did some super, super lame shit. And I was just like, that shit on, on television. That's like if the that motherfucker told did that you shit do that in real shit. life. Uh, oh my gosh they had to had there's to. no way you, you just popping out doing this lame ass shit no. off the top of your head no no I no, hope no. Not. <laughs> not at all it, it's nuts man but no i i love streaming platforms um i i can't wait for this fight this weekend this is going to be a great fight um what you doing for the fight you know i got invited to a watch party at a club and i told them i will get there after the fight <laughs> I, I'm not listen this this is not the fuck around fight this is the main event this is what we train for like, yes I need I need to be in my bag I need to hear my commentary I'm not fucking around with you niggas in a club like I need everything perfect I will go to a fight party at somebody's house but everything needs to be right I damn near need to go ahead of time to check out the environment just to make 100%. sure it's gonna be straight uh, it's likely that I won't even risk all that I'll probably just be at the crib and I will head out to the club after to meet my boy for his birthday but yeah th- this is the main event not one of these fuck around fights that i can maybe watch on my phone while i'm out yeah nah dude I- i'm with you on that one this is definitely one of those fights i thought about inviting people over to watch the fights but the more i think about it yo they can kick rocks yo i'm gonna be at the crib by myself i'm gonna order myself a pizza I'm going to light up and I'm going to have a great time enjoying the hell out of that fight with me and my dog, Nico, hanging hanging out. It's going to be great. I can't wait. I've determined that right now as we speak, actually. <laughs> this, this is not this is not a watching your phone while you're out trying to do something. This is like this is what I'm doing and I must be in, a, in the proper environment because this is not a fight that you mess around for. And there's some decent fighters in the undercard as well that I'm really interested in seeing. They they did a they did a decent job pulling together this card. It's not, you know, the amazing card that we got to see or the amazing showcase of talent that we got to see two weeks ago on that Crawford card. Yeah, but no, they put all. together uh, some decent fighters. I'm not sure if uh, David Lemieux is still fighting on the undercard. I know he was at some point. I don't know if that's still happening. Um, I know Virgil Ortiz. I'm not sure. I'm not going to lie. Virgil Ortiz Jr., very, very talented, 140-pounder, will be the co-main event. Yep. Not really, <laughs> but uh, they'll be the they'll be the co-main event. Uh, I'm very excited to see him back in action, and there are a few other guys on the undercard that I'm inter- interested in seeing. But with the mention of that Crawford fight a couple weeks ago, can I just do some quick housekeeping of some events that have happened since we last spoke? Yeah, I didn't. I did. I feel like I have them out more at the end. But go ahead. Did I? I know I put them all at the end, like of the, uh, but no, let's go through them now. Let's do them now. It's cool. Okay. Let's go through just, them. And I, I just, quick housekeeping, very, very, very impressed with Juan Francisco Estrada in his win over, whoo, Sir Scott Soar Rungvisai. Rungvisai. <laughs> um, that was here in Chicago. Just, yeah. That no, was no, the, it was in LA. I'm sorry. It was when I was in LA. And that was the guy that uh, knocked off Chocolatito twice. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so that was a very, very impressive win for Estrada. He really demonstrated a great, great jab, uh, controlling distance well all night long. On the undercard of that, uh, another— didn't adapt as much as I thought he would in that fight. Same. Um, 
I'm not sure if they're going to do a rematch. I believe they will because I believe I Rung think Asai, this is their third fight. That was the second no, fight. That, this is that was the second, second fight. fight. Yeah. Rung Asai beat Estrada the first time. Estrada yeah. claimed he has some issue with maybe his knee or something. There was an issue why he wasn't able to move as well. Right. That was true. <laughs> Shit. What yeah. we saw in the second fight. Totally fact. different. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, we'll probably get a third fight there. Well-deserved. I'll watch it. Good action. Estrada's a good fighter for those are getting, who are getting real deep into it with these lighter weights. Yeah. Um, on the undercard of that, Daniel Roman versus TJ Doheny. Uh, that was a, a great, great fight. fight. Yeah. Uh, Daniel Roman squeaked out a decision there. Well-deserved. No issues with that. But no. that was a really, it was, really it good was cl- It was tough, though. Oh, it was tough, it was for, tough. for both fighters. I mean, if that was an, a, a great, great fight, that was better than the main event, in my yeah. opinion. Yeah. Uh, Jesse Vargas recently knocked out Humberto Soto, the fighter who knocked out Brandon Rios not too long not too long ago. So it was great to see Jesse Vargas back. I believe that may have been his first fight with his own. Uh, I think also, it was. Holy shit. That fucking left hook was beautiful from Danny Garcia on in the second Man, round. Man, yo. He didn't get the job done until maybe the seventh round, but that left hook that jacked his jaw, oh, that, that was beautiful. Classic Danny Garcia. I wouldn't necessarily call it the no-look hook. No, he shit. was looking. This time it he, was, he was looking. It was damn close. He knocked him down with the left hook and the right hook, same round. And outside of that, he just walked him down the entire entire fight. Daniel Danny Garcia looked good. He did exactly what he had to do in that fight to get his name right back in the in the Yo, mix. I like Danny Garcia, man. Oh, you got to. I got like to. Danny Garcia, dude. I, I I like I like his whole demeanor. I like his pops. I, I like I like I, I like how he fights. Um, dude, dude is fun, man. And and here's the thing, man. Welterweight division is nasty. They have some absolute killers in that weight class. Garcia, um, uh, another fight cast mentioned uh, another uh, fight cast podcast mentioned this fight. I think Danny Garcia should go after it. Uh, some of the other guys are busy right now. Thurman Pacquiao, great, excited for that. Uh, then you have Porter and Spence, great, I'm excited for that. Um, Danny Garcia needs to just get a little bag and chase around AB real quick. Yo, I was just about to say that. And I'm be honest with you, he knocks out AB. That's tough because AB makes sure, AB will fight to, to, not, knows, to he, not get knocked out. So yeah. AB, you have to engage Danny Garcia or any fighter in that matter to get knocked out. AB, he's, his skills are good enough so he can avoid the knockout. He just can't win. I feel uh, like but, Danny Garcia will be able to throw, the way he throws that no-look hook is very similar to the way that he got caught by Maidana. It's, 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 it's one of those as, punches he's, that... He's, He's not as reckless as Maidana, in my opinion. He's not. He's nowhere near as reckless. But the way he throws that punch, it comes from a place where it's a different angle that people aren't accustomed to. And that's what I mean by that. I I don't see the no-look hook landing as well in that fight because Adrian Bronner doesn't come forward enough to give the proper opportunities for that punch to land. Because the no-look hook is a counterpunch. Right. And so you have to be... You're right. He doesn't engage at all. 
you have to be combination punching in order for him to have an opportunity to land that. I don't see that happening at all. Um, side note, Marcos Maidana, he was coming, he was training for a comeback. Oh, he's done, yeah. And he fucking quit mid-comeback. Yo, he got like two abs back and he was like, yo, I'm good. He was like, I'm still rich from Mayweather. I'm I'm done. Yeah, he's good, man. He made like he made like fifty mil. He's chill. Yeah, I think he made like thirty mil that second fight. Oh, I forgot. Yeah, they did fight twice. Yeah. He's chilling. Yeah, he's solid. He is, he is chilling. Solid. He was bored. Yeah, man. He was bored. Hey, I'm not mad at him at all, man. Maidana, do your thing, man. Do your thing. No, yeah, right off into the sunset. But Facts. yes, um, Garcia looked great. He did. Um, and we'll go into Con Crawford later. I know that's a, that's a big topic we still have to discuss. Mm-hmm. I also got the, got the chance to watch Josh Kelly fight. And this was my first full fight watching Josh Kelly. Okay. Have you seen him? Um... I'm not gonna lie. I I've seen highlights, but I haven't watched a fight. Okay, so fighting style extremely, extremely arrogant, which is yeah. fine. I'm okay I'm, with I'm, that. I'm here for that. He fights. He's fights at welterweight from the UK and literally yep. fights with the same style, a bit more reckless as Roy Jones Jr. However, his defense has holes. He gets hit at the top level. They're going to knock that motherfucker out. But for now, he's fun. It's fun. He's, he's fun to watch. Like, he has lightning fast hands. But another thing, in addition to him getting hit, he doesn't have that knockout power. Not yet, at least. Maybe it, develop, it develops a little bit later. But he, in order to support that style, you need that pop. You got to have punch. nasty power because you have to make sure people want to stay off of you. Because if he, it, I don't care how fast and how explosive he is, if he don't hit hard, they're just going to walk his ass down. He literally just comes out the corner with his hands down. The way he started the fight, like, just, like, put his hands down and just, like, walking around. It, it was it, – he's fun to watch. It really is entertaining. But I want to see you finish the job. And he didn't finish the job. He was against a very tough competitor uh, last time he, w- he was out there. But – I mean, and and I'm ready to see him step up a competition. He's been a name now for a couple of years. He's definitely ready to take that jump. But it, I, I don't that style. He's going to have to be a lot more responsible at the highest level. And maybe he has that in his arsenal. I'm Possibly. not sure yet. The yeah. hand speed is there. And Mayweather showed us that you can succeed in that division with good skills. But, you know, we'll see how far this you can't have Roy Jones style gets you. Especially we'll the top. I mean, dude, he, that that division. You have sharks in that division. Sharks. You can't play. You can't play around, man. Um, so you have Josh Kelly, Dave Allen, the heavyweight. He won, I think, in the fourth round with a with a body shot. I think they may have made a fight uh, with him, Dave Allen, and Dave Price this summer. A pretty big fight over there in the UK nice. with some mediocre heavyweights. Uh, then this past weekend, uh, I'm not sure if you have this on the menu. I do not believe you do. We got to see a nice four-round heavyweight war with Daniel Dubois. Yeah, we did. Uh, yeah. That, w- that was great that was a good one. A young heavyweight prospect who probably took a, I wouldn't say a, a bit more punishment than he had to. He really got caught with one bigger shot in, the, in an exchange, which he didn't have to take, but I think he felt like he was uh, just a lot better than the guy, which he was. Yeah. Ended up taking a shot. He didn't go down or anything. He just... Took he didn't a big, good shot. Just, he just backed up a little bit. Yeah. And then he ended up finishing it the next round. Um, so that'll be exciting. Uh, it'll be follow, It'll be exciting to watch the career of Dubois going forward. But, yeah, that was my quick 
housekeeping. I'm sure I missed a few things from this past weekend, um, but they may come back to me. Well, it's all good. We'll check it out. This is what we're going to do. We're going to take a quick break. And then when we get back, man, I want to talk about, obviously, uh, let's, let's start off right off the bat. We're going to talk about uh, Crawford Khan. I want to talk about your boy, Javante Davis. And, and 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 how he's getting down, <laughs> and uh, and then again, just uh, following up with the rest of that card and uh, just closing up, man. So uh, let's take a quick break, and we'll be right back. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. All right, man. I hope you guys are enjoying my conversation with Brandon Camille. And remember, as always, the Fight Podcast is brought to you each week by Sage Eats. Sage Eats offers healthy meals and fitness mentoring. Sign up for Sage Eats at sageeatschicago.com. Apply promo code FIGHT for 15% off of your first three months, man. Remember, follow the Fight Podcast on all social media networks at the Fight Podcast. Check us out on the website, www.thefightpodcast.com. You can go ahead and purchase merch there. We actually have hoodies champion brand hoodies champion brand t-shirts um we're selling those on the website man so go ahead and check that out um like i said man this is episode 108 i'm serge vicente we're jumping right back into my conversation with brandon camille you yo all right man let's go ahead and jump into it man because this is something that i know we both want to talk about <clears throat> terrence crawford versus amir khan um, where do I start with this? <sighs> uh, well, let, let's let's talk about the good of Terrence Crawford before we go to the bad. Absolutely, look, man. I, Terrence Crawford is is someone whom every t- you almost forget how good he is. I, I agree wholeheartedly with that statement. You you do, man, and. Every time everybody puts them in, I hear Max Kellerman putting them always at the top of the division. I'm always like, man, what the? Like, I was like, what does he see that I don't? And when you see him perform, the way he he's the, the definition of a switch hitter. He can knock, he, he puts, I mean, each stance he fights just as good at. It, he doesn't, but, does, he, it doesn't matter. See, it's not, in my opinion, it's not the, the fact that he's a switch hitter. It's the fact that his switches, they happen like so water, quick. like yes. so smooth. Oh, yeah. Like his switches ha- happen. It, it's almost like they don't happen. He's just there. <laughs> dude, dude is incredible, man. Yeah, I, I'm totally with you on that. I, I, I do understand Kellerman and those guys putting him at the top of the pound for pound list. I just don't understand how even like Andre Ward, I think he put Terrence Crawford at number one and Errol Spence at number eight. Like, yeah, I don't he understand did. how you get that big a gap between those two fighters. And here's the thing for me when I see that, because here's the thing, Max Kellerman has, I believe he has Errol Spence in his top five. But to have Errol Spence eight, Come on, man! Like I don't see these guys are in the same weight class. You have them. You think they're that different? So that's just surprising to me. Well, right now, what we're seeing is we're seeing what we thought what we would see a little bit more of before the fight or after the fight. And while it didn't happen immediately after the fight, it's happening now. Mm-hmm. And he's getting essentially penalized for fighting Mikey Garcia. Yeah, now, everyone. Because now that's a part of his resume, and you're like, well, look at what Ariel, Errol Spence did against Mikey Garcia. And everybody's like, oh, he's a 135-pounder. I'm like, damn, Like he still took the fight. 
And before the fight, there were plenty of people thinking that he could beat, uh, that Mikey Garcia could beat Errol Spence, that his skills would give him problems. And at this point, no one's even talking about the Kell Brook fight and how he how he got that impressive knockout in the UK. Nobody when does. Ter- when did Terrence Crawford go to the UK? And I don't want to make this about Terrence Crawford versus Errol Spence. Terrence Crawford simply put on a dazzling performance once again proving why he's ranked so highly on that list absolutely um my my issue is why errol spence doesn't get the same respect but that's not saying that terrence crawford does not deserve what he has rightfully earned he gets everything he everything he's he's gotten he deserves he's he's a brilliant brilliant fighter he has an incredible fight iq his, uh, he does everything Style's so exciting. well. So, so like he takes risks, but they're calculated risks, and he does such an amazing job at it. He's able to have that snake-like quickness in and out, striking ba and getting back out. He's smooth. beautiful to watch, man. It's beautiful it's to watch. It's, it's smooth. It's I mean an- another fighter, and I say this about. Lomachenko to a lesser extent about Crawford but it's poetry emotion how he gets in and gets out very very quickly he's throwing every punch um that you can throw from one to ten like I mean he he looks great he does and he, he he fully dominated Amir Khan he maybe was getting a hit a bit more as you got closer to the knockout yeah. I think he got hit uh, a little bit in the fifth round and then he was pretty dominant in that sixth round before the low blow but i mean overall terrence crawford looked amazing he looked the part did his job shit what's next who the fuck knows i looking looking at it now i really don't understand why terrence crawford signed that extension with top rank i don't I, I, i i can't explain it it doesn't make sense at all but not much has changed so when he signed that extension all of the those guys, Errol Spence, Keith Thurman, Sean Porter. Um, I don't know if Manny Pacquiao was there yet, but all of the top guys in the welterweight division were already with PBC. So what caused him to say that I'm the best fighter in the world, so I'm going to sign with top rank? Not sure. Uh, maybe that's a different conversation. He must have for offered him all kinds of like all a crazy bag. I mean, that's all I can think of. You get the bag by winning the by making the big fights. <laughs> <sighs> why doesn't I, I don't know I don't know I I, tr- I truly don't understand some of the decisions that people make they get swayed um managers promoters that I, I truly don't believe a lot of them have the best their athletes best interest at heart but look I'm neither oh, here nor I, there I, I oh man you I, I thought you was gonna get get a good segue going go ahead what was I say Nah, we got we got to we got to talk about Amir Khan before we hit our segue to Lewis Ortiz's manager. Dude, I I I I was thinking about it. I just didn't want to jump into it yet. <laughs> we we um, got to we got to touch on Amir Khan quitting ass. Yeah. Oh my god, bro. So uh, I felt so. I think I text you that was anticlimactic. <laughs> It was. I, I I, mean, that, that's how I felt when at the end of the fight, I was like, wait, what? And I'm sitting around. It was one of the most empty feelings that I've ever had. It was such an empty feeling. And I'm watching. I'm like, dog, that's just like. 
Oh man, it, it, it's it, it's man, you getting stuck with blue balls. It was the worst. It was by far the worst. And um, so Terrence Crawford, sixth round, catches Amir Khan. I'm throwing on my air quotes. He hits him low blow. He hits him in the nuts. I, I mean, yeah, upon further view, I've never, I've, I've never been hit with an uppercut to my balls by Terrence it, it It really looked like it was more like in his thigh, but you're right. I don't know how Americans built. He, they, my man's going to be packing. Who knows? Definitely looked like he was hit more in his thigh. But regardless, it seemed like it affected him. And um, he said he could no longer continue. I'm going to be honest with you. He 100% quit. He didn't want to play anymore. He was... He knew he couldn't win, and it was a perfect opportunity to get out of the fight. And I appreciate that after the fight, there during the press conference, Terrence Crawford sat there and said it. Yo, you quit. Because American was like, I don't quit. And dude looked back, oh, you didn't call that quitting? You didn't just quit? The fact that he called him out like that after the fight, I really do appreciate. And um, I think this, unfortunately, and yes, Amir Khan will be fine in his future endeavors. I think he's amazing in terms of marketing himself. And it seems like he's a good businessman and all that shit. He's going to have to do that out there because I truly believe this fight damaged his reputation. I disagree with you. I thought that was kind of a dick move on Crawford's part. The fight is over. It's, it's done. No need to antagonize your opponent like that. I, I don't believe so. Um, Terrence Crawford is the same guy who also sat there very firmly and said that, no, the shot was not low. A, sh- a shot that we all saw was low. Um, so, I mean, yeah, it did look like Khan quit. I don't know what he felt in that moment. Um, I was confused, honestly, for a bit. But one thing that Amir Khan said that tells that gives me the um gives me the idea that that he quit is that i didn't know that i had five minutes what 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 bro but here's the thing how how long have you been fighting to not know that you get five minutes for a low blow that's basic knowledge but not only that in that same conversation he says in that same conversation, the ref said you have five minutes, and then he finishes up the conversation by saying, I didn't know I had five minutes. That was in the same conversation. No, it, it's like really... That right, that right there, how can you defend that? That's some no, I, shit. It, it's, it's, it's indefensible, and I listened to a few UK podcasts, as I mentioned, and they were having a hard time. Because they, from all accounts, Amir Khan really is a nice guy. He had had conversations with both of the co-hosts that week. But, yeah, he straight up quit. And I mean... He quit. Yeah. There's no offense or buts. He quit. Yeah. I mean, Amir Khan really... (laughs) At this point, he'll never get a fair shake of the stick. No. Because he gets knocked out. Um, He has no chin. Uh, He gets hit low. He's a quitter. Yep. He be, he beats Maidana. Shit. It's like that never happened. <laughs> like, but unfortunately, even... you said you said it best. People are prisoners of the moment. And the last time most people remember seeing Amir Khan, he got either a knocked out by 
by Canelo or he B, they remember seeing him getting punched in the nuts and quitting by Terrence Crawford. Those are the last big moments that he's had. And those are the last two big moments that people remember. Yeah, that, that's fair. And yeah, to me, I mean, it is what it is. Uh, not much more to say there. Yeah. Way more exciting topics ahead. Absolutely. <laughs> All right. Um, on that same card, man, um, I want to talk. Give a shout out, man. I want to talk about two guys in Wait, particular. Can I, can I have my shout out for the right pick? Do you, I want you to do your thing, brother? Do your thing. I'm just I, I'm do just saying. Thing. So do your Sur- thing. Surge Surge picked against me. Uh, was biased. Picked with uh, so the Puerto Rican? Rican. Hell yeah! <laughs> picked a Puerto Rican. Come biased on, man. Puerto Rican. <laughs> um, I was probably. Not, I wouldn't say I was as biased because I followed Shakur Stevenson a little bit more, but uh, definitely a win over Surge, which I will take. Um, Shakur Stevenson. Saw yours, bro. And we'll get to Tiafima Tia Lopez, but Shakur Stevenson shined against Diaz. He looked good. Diaz man. He looked good. was is is a good opponent. Um, ranked uh, maybe number three. And WBC rankings, potentially. I I don't have the rankings in front of me at this point. He's top five, that's for sure. Yeah, and Shakur Stevenson made him look like an absolute fool. Yeah, man. He he beat the shit out of him. He looked very, very fast. He moved very, very well. I mean, he put on a clinic. And it's almost And this is against a world-class fighter. Against a, this was a step up fight. This was the challenge. Oh, let's give him a challenge and see how he handles it. Bitch, what challenge? Yeah, we need more competition for this guy because clearly he's on another level. Um, so it, it was very entertaining to watch. He passed his test he's, with, with with flying colors. Yes, he pushed Tim Bradley to say that he is by far the best featherweight right now. Now, for me, I thought that was aggressive because you obviously still have Gary Russell out there, Leo Santa Cruz out there, which I think Shakur Stevenson probably takes Leo Santa Cruz right now. Gary Russell, I'll pump the brakes a little bit. However, that's a fight that I would love to see. Be honest with me. How how much of Leo Santa Cruz have you actually watched? I, I, I watch more of his highlights. I haven't say I've, I've watched him like thoroughly, thoroughly. Yeah. But I've, I've watched him enough to see how he fights. And right. I think Shakur Stevenson's style against him is going to be very effective, especially seeing how he performed against Diaz. No, you're right. You're right. I, I can I can see that. I, I just sometimes I feel like because I've heard you pick against or say some wild stuff against Leo Santa Cruz a couple of times. And I'm like, I don't think you know how good this dude is. That's like, fair. That's fair. Because dude, dude is nice. He's just 126 pounds. <laughs> like, but he's nice. They're they not getting love down there. But I, yeah. I've heard, I've heard and seen great things from Leo Santa Cruz, and what his big advantage in that division is his size and his yeah. length yeah. Uh, that he's that he's able and to he's use. Tough. He's super tough. But with the boxing IQ that Shakur Stevenson showed, it may not matter. It's a fight you're, that you're I, right. that I would, you're I would right. love to see. Hey, look, I, I I think the world of Shakur Stevenson, man. I think this kid is um is getting better every time we see him. Um, I feel like we've been watching him forever, especially if you if we watched him, you know, during that Olympic run. Dude is a beast, man. He he's a, he's a beast. He's growing. He he looks as a pro. He looks great. We I think we talked about it. When do we say he's going to get a belt? We said he's going to get a major belt by the end of this year, right? Did I we said, call that. Uh, 
I, I said the latest would be the end of 2020. The quickest would be the end of this year. Uh, I'm going one with thing, the end of this year. I, I would like to see it. We'll see what Ward does because I, I know I know a lot of the people in his corner were against him taking this fight. Uh, I'll I'm interested to see how they manage him going forward. Yeah. Uh, one thing I did want to mention is his heel turned <laughs> because Man. he brilliantly performed all night. Uh, I believe he maybe did some showboating uh, in the 12th round. I can't remember, but mm. in the post fight interview, he directly goes to, I'm the best um, 126 pounder or whatever, best fighter in the world, best defense, blah, 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 which for me is pretty on it. par. It is, at, but uh, that's normal fighter talk. Like, Fighters win a fight, they go, they say they're the best in the world. That shit happens All literally day, like day. one in three fights. Like yeah. it's very common. And the crowd turned on him immediately. They turned on him immediately. They just, just started booing. I was just, I was kind of confused. Like, he dazzled you guys for 12 rounds and all of a sudden, or maybe it was 10 rounds. Um, and all of a sudden he's just was this fight him. card in, in Brooklyn? This who okay, this was in Madison Square Garden. Yeah, they booed him because he was fighting against a Puerto Rican. I mean, he's still from Newark. He was like, fighting against a Puerto home, Rican. That's damn near hometown. Yeah, but they, they weren't they weren't booing him throughout the fight. They weren't booing him until he started saying that in his post fight interview. So I can understand if he, they were booing him throughout the fight, if but that wasn't stuff, necessarily yeah. the case. I, I mean, don't know. Whatever. I, don't, I don't know. I don't know. I like it. I like him as a heel turn, though. I like that. I mean, you know how it goes in combat sports. I mean, a heel turn is great. That's how you win. That's how you win fans. Yo, that's you, how you, exactly. I'm not gonna say that's how you win fans. That's how you make fucking money. Exactly. You make money if people don't like you. Good. Good. That's how you are gonna make cash. Yeah. You, you want to be un- under somebody's and, skin. And, and here's the thing: if people who don't like him in particular, somebody like him, is because they're hating. Because he's a good kid, and he fights amazingly. So if you don't yeah. like him, you're just a hater. I, we can't say he's a good kid. We just watched him uh, in a brawl in Miami. But he's... Hey, look, man. <laughs> he's, hey, he's look, hey, he's, hey, time out. We're, he's a young dude. Yeah, I, I, at that age, fam, I got into wild fights. Like I can't, you know what I'm saying? Like, it happens. So I'm not even going to be mad at him. Yeah, it it happens. Uh, it's it's a brush on his on his resume, but at at that point, that's we're thinking of that because we follow his career so closely, and right. I think we want so much for him. Yeah, uh, seeing all the potential there. But I mean, outside of that, he is he does seem like a good kid. He's surrounded himself with some really good people. Uh, Andre Ward, one of his co-managers, which is someone that we both think extremely highly of. So the sky's the limit for this kid. Bravo on an amazing, amazing performance. And I can't wait to see him back. Me too, man. But hey, man. Hey. What you think about Jarrell Miller, man? Oh, wait. No, no. Hold on. We, we, well, not much to say here. We didn't learn much new. About it's more so like. Yeah, it's more so. When are we he's gonna get badass. the fights we want? He's he's badass. He's he'll get it. He'll start getting some of those fights eventually. I I think the problem with Teofimo is that he's damn good, and I don't believe that people want to put their top fighters out there against him. I think it's gonna be harder and harder for him to fight uh, find those fights. Uh, but I hope to see him fight against somebody top echelon by the end of this year or by this time next year. Hopefully, he gets a big fight. 
Yeah, uh, absolutely. We'll we'll see. Oh. To be to be continued. Bravo on a good performance from him as well. Um, and I think Felix Verdejo actually uh, he got himself got a, a great win. win. Look good. Yeah. So uh, he 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 got his face busted up a, a, a little bit. I'm not sure I how much I, I tuned in probably midway through that fight. But um, yeah, he, he looks like he took some punishment, but got the decision. That's uh, what we'll remember. And I'd like to see him move up the card a little bit more. He's a talented fighter, uh, or at yeah. least he was at but one it, point. But it was a it was a very it, it was a stacked card. You know what I'm saying? And, and and the thing about him even moving up, and I, I looked at this this last card, very MMA esque in terms of. You know what I'm saying? Uh, getting that card. I think his that, that spot in the card was one of the more important spots in the card. It's it, His spot was the spot that was like kicking off the main card. You know what I mean? That's yeah. the fight that's supposed to catch the casual fan's attention. That's an important spot to have, man. So I, I don't, I'm not mad at that spot on the card for this one, especially the way they stacked that card. They did that on purpose. Oh, fair. Uh, I just want to see him back very quickly. And if it's not a pay-per-view card, I, I would hope that he's a little bit higher on the yeah. card. Yeah. Um, but yeah, let's 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 move on. Let, let's get to your boy, your my pick. boy, my pick, uh, j- j- and my boy too. My, I, my boy, I showed, no, I, I, I'll take it, man. I I had him, I had him chosen to win. I um, I championed him a lot on this show, but Drell Big Baby Miller has failed multiple. PED test. He's popped for multiple things, everything from EPO that TJ Dillashaw pull pop pull uh, pull for or uh, pop for. Um, he also for HGH and some other something fifteen sixteen some some number right. Um, <sighs> I'm gonna be honest oh with you, gosh. man. I, I when I saw this, all I can do is shake my head, man. It was one of those. That shaking your head SMH emoji that's on your iPhone, that one, like that's that's all I can think of. It's just like way to piss away an opportunity, man. Way to I absolutely shit the bed. You know what I mean? This is somebody who had dude, you made it. You lose this fight, you're still a multimillionaire. You made it. And then win or lose, he had such a personality that he can parlay it into who knows what. What a fucking fool. What a goofball. Yeah. Uh, what a dumbass. It, it, honestly, I met him in real life. He's a really nice guy. Um, and I wanted to see him have a lot of success uh, in the sport. And it was just so, so, so disappointing. You know, he's a New York guy. Though I didn't pick him to win the fight, I still liked him as a fighter. I liked him for the sport. And watching this whole fight crumble as these failed drug tests kept on coming and coming, three of them, I just can't understand his mentality. You... How do you just blow away, like literally fuck off millions of dollars? His biggest payday may have been maybe half a mil. Just show the fuck up and get knocked out in the first round if you're that concerned about your abilities. But you still are changing your life and the life of your family. And you just blew that for nothing. 
Like, well, you know, Vada's not fucking around. Yeah. Well, th- this is this is the credit that I am going to give him. Okay. Which is not a lot of credit to be given, but the credit that I'll give him is that when he popped, he stood there. He didn't make any excuses. He he's oh, no, like, no, 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 no. He, he did. And then he recanted. He recanted. So and I think I'm going based on that, the, re, the, the that that aspect of it. But I, he hit him with the I messed up. You know what I'm saying? Like, I messed up. I, I wanted to win type of shit. And honestly, when you do that, people are more willing to accept and let him back in. So there is a very slim chance, slim chance that one day he will get another opportunity. But it will be far far later in this career and it's going to be one of those type of things that's going to be like this old grizzled vet this is this his last shot at whatever and that's when he's going to get his opportunity if he even does I disagree. Um, I he, I think he only got a six month suspension. He has a mouthpiece on him. This type of stuff happens more frequently than we like to admit in the heavyweight division. That being said, somebody will need a replacement opponent. He has a mouth. If the if the suspension is only six months, and he's back in the ring. A few wins, and we'll be speaking about uh, Jarrell Miller again. He will get. I hope you're right. I'm not saying he may not get this six million dollar Joshua opportunity, but you know, I I could definitely see him getting some one, two billion, one or two million dollar paydays. He'll get some big fights. Don't get it twisted. He he's still a good fighter, but I'm talking about the opportunity, like this opportunity with Joshua. That's what I'm talking about. In his hometown. In his hometown. Like, that. that's a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's nuts. And he and he tricked that off. But look, I, I don't know. I, 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 I'm, I'm just trying to empathize with him. It would have been something that would have changed his life. And he's desperate, man. He was desperate. And he, and he, and he did desperate things. And... I, I I haven't been in a position like that, so I, I try not to judge. I'm super disappointed because I like him as an athlete. I like him as a personality. Um, I really wanted to see that fight. So selfishly, um, you know, I'm uh, I'm pissy about that. But I hope that you know I. I I don't know, man. It, it 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 sucks, and I'm I'm not speechless over a lot of things, man. But this was one of those things that I'm like, how could you? Why do that? He, you have a skill set. EPO and HGH aren't going to help you win that fight. They're not. Why would you do that? Why would you risk it all for that? I don't. I I just don't understand it. I am like. Especially in combat sports, I am so against dudes taking PEDs. Unless everybody take them. If we all get them, let's get all get it cracking then. But aside from that, man, it, it's it's not a good look, man. I was so disappointed. Um, I'm sad about this fight. And more importantly, when the, that those have the, that butterfly effect. And when you have that type of butterfly effect, then we end up getting bullshit fights because of it in the future. It's tough. Um, it, it, I'm, I'm with you, relatively speechless, and I haven't even really gone into the whole how dangerous it is in combat sports, how you can 
really hurt somebody. You can kill somebody in the ring. So to try to give yourself an unfair advantage like that, I mean, it's really unacceptable. And, um, to and knowing, you know, let to, me say this real quick. Don't get it twisted. Boxing, all combat sports, MMA, kickboxing, there's a lot of dudes that do PEDs. Don't get it twisted. It is something that is rampant in all those sports. You know what I'm saying? That is nothing new. But to get caught the way he did, yo, you're dumb, bro. Like, yeah, I mean, I, I wish I wish we weren't having this conversation right now. But, you know, the fight, he he, he pops uh, three times, gets popped three times. He gets removed from the fight. We're looking at a replacement fight. And we're like, damn, like. We could really get that Lewis Ortiz matchup. That that that's a better fight than we bargained for. We, we might be we might be looking at something at something here. And I said it last time we were, we were on the show. I, I don't believe the episode got posted, but I had said that I don't think this Lewis Ortiz fight is going to happen. As much sense as it makes, I don't think it's going to happen. I just I just felt it. it, it that was too good of a situation. And there's all types of rumors as to what happened, but the facts of the story that remain the same on all sides seem to be that there was a $5 million offer. And for one reason or another, whether there was some confusion, whether it was a negotiating tactic, Luis Ortiz manager, turned down his largest payday by far. Um, and Eddie Hearn moved the fuck on. And the fight got made between Andy Ruiz, who recently got a uh, knockout. Uh, for, I don't believe it was fourth or fifth. Um, I have to go back and look at that again. Who cares? But Andy, no, Andy Ruiz is, is a better fighter than you'll give him credit for. He's probably uh, on the on I, the level of Jarrell Miller. I, but here's the thing. But, yes, that that's that's true. He's not Luis Ortiz. He's definitely not Luis Ortiz. Um, look, man, I'm be honest with you. I hate this move. Oh my God, managers and promoters getting in the way of good shit. It always happens, man. They always take away our fun. I swear that's how it feels, man. It feels like they're sitting there just straight taking away our fun, man. Nah, I, I, I blame this on Luis Ortiz. They said it was his manager. They said he wanted the fight. They Gee, said his manager fuck. went out there and did nah. What 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 if, if your manager went out there trying to negotiate, you send this person on good faith to go out there and negotiate on your behalf. How is that on you? Bro, there's an Anthony Joshua fight on the table where you will make five million dollars. Why are we even why are we even fucking around? Take the fucking fight. Make but, sure that shit happens. And well, what it do you has mean? to what be he, in What if he knows he I'm sure he did that. Yes, but, I want that fight. Make it happen. He doesn't control dude when he went in there. And from what everything it sounds like, it sounds like the dude went in there and started trying to like, you know, shake and move and shit. Who the fuck is his manager? I, like I don't know. Some clown who should be fired. Yeah, I mean, if if he hasn't fired him, there's oh, a problem. Dude, you you gotta fire that dude asexual, man. It's crazy. It, it's that dude. And, and that's what I say. I'm not putting that on Luis Ortiz. I um, think he needs to take it, it. He needs to a little bit more onus needs to be on him for not making sure this stuff happens. Like I think he should he should be involved a little bit more in those conversations as the as the fighter that's fighting 
and there is five mil on the table. I believe he got 500,000 for fighting Deontay Wilder. That's what he got. Yep. So the, like, what's that? 12 times your biggest payday. Also life changing money, but you know what? Hey, instead of fighting Anthony Joshua, all the heavyweights just want, just want to fuck off their paydays. Just, just want to fuck off their paydays. Like that. Hey, just throw, throw millions of dollars around. And, as Yo. as 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 a normal person, that sh- it just pisses me off. Yo, see. how crazy would it have been if all of a sudden, out of nowhere, in the eleventh hour, like on like ten days' notice, they got Deontay Wilder to come in and fill in for that fight? <laughs> nah, that was never gonna happen. Oh man, how epic would that have been? I was I was entertaining the idea of Usyk for a fill in before oh, I entertained man. that. He 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 definitely doesn't want that Usyk smoke. That that's too much of an unknown right now to go out there and try to fight right away. Oh yeah, I I, I totally agree. Yeah, but he I mean, want that. I that was more likely, especially given the promotional situation, right? Uh, right. Over the Deontay Wilder. Oh, I can dream though. I can dream though. Oh, that'd been so epic. Could you imagine? He sit there, you see Deontay Wilder come out all of a sudden. Like I can see the promo now. It'd be amazing. It'd be absolutely amazing. It's literally like it's a dream. I know. Let me have my moment. This has been been amazing. I would have. That's the fight I want to see. That's the fight all of us want to see. And they've been dicking around for who knows how long. I can dream at this point in time. And I'll be honest with you. Will that fight ever actually happen? If it does, it's, I don't believe it's going to be when we want it. It's going to oh, be yeah. way past its prime. And we're they, not they, already, they already said they're in 2020. At least. Like, uh, they're in 2020 before they can even start having those conversations again. Tough to hear, but... This is boxing. I, yo, it's so trash that in and Eddie Hearn and those guys have I pretty much have they've said it. They're trying to wait for Deontay Wilder to age out. They keep pushing it back so that they don't fight him when he they still feel like he's at his most dangerous. That is so garbage. And to be honest, I also blame that on Anthony Joshua. And I think that's why I'm not a big Anthony Joshua fan. Because if he really wanted that fight, I believe that fight should have and could have happened. Because Deontay Wilder has been asking for that fight for the last two years. Or more by now. I think it's been like three years since he's been asking for that fight. I don't yeah, know, man. Uh, okay. Yeah, I mean, it, it, that last go-round definitely looks like it falls on Joshua and Eddie Hearn for the reason the fight didn't happen. Uh, most recently, it seemed like Deontay Wilder got a received a pretty sizable offer that he turned down. We'll never really know the truth. We won't. All we it's can do at this point, yeah, all we can do at at this point is wait. Um, and there are some other good heavyweights around that we'll be able to fight. As you can see, Usyk is uh, making his heavyweight debut a uh, little bit later I on in May. Wait. I believe that's. May 25th, just announced Devin Haney, newly signed to DAZN, will be fighting on that undercard. How do you feel um, about that? Devin Haney, he's making he's making a lot of good moves. He's making the right moves. Um, people were competing to sign him for a very long time. I mean, he confirmed. I listened to an interview with him today. He's he did amazing. confirm that signing made him a millionaire. He Woo! is 21 years old. Uh, nice place to be. 
Man. So, I mean, I, I'm excited for Dev- Devin Haney. Good brother, man. An- another guy, the future is extremely bright for him. And, you know, he's he's not someone that we speak about, but he's right there with someone like Tiafimo Lopez, yes. in my opinion. He just yes. hasn't shown that knockout power, but as in, as it pertains to, like, the skill level, and I mean, he sparred with Tiafimo Lopez, and I've heard him speak about those sparring they've sessions. Talked, they've, they, 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 they've talked about fighting in the near future. No, it's not going to happen. That's that's a few years out. Yeah, I I heard Haney say that. He knows that. Like they both that know, but that's what they they both build it that way. Though they both said this is going to be a great fight in the future. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and 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 it will be. But um, you know yeah. what I like to say, man. I like. I really. I I'm a fan of Devin Haney. And I'm a fan of Devin Haney because of the way that he communicates and he's really chill with his peers also. He's very confident. And you know who else? Like Errol Spence is like this also. They're cool people who they're supposed to compete against, but there's still that that level of that aura about them. It's like, no, I'm I'm still the better one though. Like we know we can be cool. You a cool dude. We can hang out. But I, I'll still get that ass. To to that point, I don't know if you saw the the little video on Instagram the a few hours ago. Thing? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, uh, Ryan Garcia and Devin Haney played the little punching bag game to see who has the most powerful punch that really doesn't measure much. Um, but I mean, it's cool to see that he's good with his peers. Yeah. He can be around them and still compete against those guys. Yeah, no, dude, it's great, man. And here's the thing: he he fought Ryan Garcia twice in the amateurs. So no, they, I, I think they fought like maybe six times. I, I believe they fought a lot. Wow, really? I thought they said twice. No, you're, you're probably right, though. You're probably right. Um, but regardless, they they fought multiple times, and I believe Devin Haney has gotten him most of those times, if not all. Yeah. So, um, and that's why he keeps on saying, like, yeah, dude, like, yeah, sure, we'll fight again. Like, no, no worries. <laughs> Any, anytime you want it, you know? Um, yeah, man, I, I'm a big fan of his, man. Devin Haney is, 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 is a good dude, man. Right. Um, back, back to the heavyweight fight. Are we giving Andy Ruiz any chance at all? Of course. He's, he's a heavyweight. He has skills. He I, absolutely has a chance. Is it probable? No. I, I think he ends up getting knocked out somewhere around the eighth round. Yeah, me, I would like, I probably see it going, him getting knocked out a bit earlier. Like I'm six. thinking five, five, six. Yeah. Um, and I'm going the Vince McMahon route here. No chance in hell. Uh, man, dude, I'm not mad at that, man. And, and the thing is, here's the thing. I, that, I, I say that dude, buddy has like, you know, oh, he has a puncher's chance, right? But man, he he really don't got no shot, man. I, he he he's he. This dude's going out here to slaughter. He's going out here like Triple G fought that Martrosian dude. It's the same type of stuff. Some dude to go out here just to get slaughtered and, and call it a day. Um, we'll see how Anthony Joshua looks. It's been a, I feel like it's been a minute since we've actually watched him compete. But um, no, it'll be cool. It's, it's gonna be good. And again, it's that you know MSG. It'll be a, it'll be a spectacle. What can I say? And again, it's it's him, so he's one of the top billings in the sport. We're going to watch regardless. And just to make sure that we have our facts straight here, here is the quote from Devin Haney. Me and Ryan have a lot of history in the amateurs. We fought about six times. We've been fighting and sparring with each other since we were little. In the beginning, 
Ryan was getting the best when I first started boxing when we were young. He had a lot more experience than me. The last time we fought in the amateurs, I gave him a standing eight count. The last few times, I won. The first few times, he won. The last time we sparred, it was pretty bad for Garcia. And yeah, yeah. that's just a clo- closed yeah. loop on that. Uh, yeah, that, I mean, and, and I'm be honest with you, I I believe that. Yeah, I believe seems that. about right. That seems right. Devin, De- even in the pros at this point, I believe Devin Haney has looked a bit more polished. But Ryan Garcia is a little bit further along, uh, a little bit more further along in his development, I'd say, in terms of being promoted and getting to that top level. But that's that. I think that's more because of his affiliation with Oscar De La Hoya. And they and, you know, not just because of Oscar. I, I think Ryan has done an amazing job of marketing himself. Yes, I agree. I think he I think that kid is great, man. I think he he does that uh like a YouTube show with that goofball one of those goofy YouTube kids, you know what I'm saying? He has one of those shows that has like a million people listening to it. He uh the kid does a lot. I mean, good-looking dude puts, you know, the videos out there, crazy fast hands. It's understandable. He's on like all those like little teeny bopper magazines. Devin Haney doesn't have that option. You know what I'm saying? So Ryan Garcia has done an incredible job, but Devin Haney is doing amazing in his own regard. Devin Haney is a millionaire. That's what I I'm saying. I believe Ryan Garcia, Ryan Garcia is a millionaire. Here's the thing. Ryan Garcia, 200000 is still fighting for, and less than that. Yeah. You know De- what I'm saying? De- it's a different game. I, hey, you can take all the IG followers. You can take all the streams. You can do whatever you want. I got the cash. Uh, Devin Haney surprised me by going with the zone. He, he, um, he made because, me so happy. And I, I, I just I like I like this kid, man. I I, I like him, and um, I'm sure they paid him a bag. But Devin Haney, like, looks, feels, he probably smells like an Al Heyman fighter. Facts. No, 100%. I'm surprised he didn't go out. He definitely feels like... And he might end up being there in the future. We never know. I can see that. Yeah, we never know. So we'll see what is happening in the future, man. Um, And he still could be Al Heyman advised. He might might be. He might be. I bet you if we look into it, he might be or he's affiliated in some capacity. I wouldn't wouldn't be surprised. Um, And even if not yet, sometime down the road. Yeah, absolutely, man. Absolutely. Um, Do you want to talk about, and honestly, the more I think about it, I don't want to give it too much credence, but uh, Javante Davis, you want to talk about that for a second? Yeah, and that was, I don't think people noticed this. It wasn't like it was on the shade room or anything. Just something, I don't even know what made me look at the comments on a picture Javante Davis had posted. Um, Because Javante Davis does a lot of dumb shit at this point. Uh, Even though I like to watch him in the ring, he's headed down the ring. He's headed down the Floyd route for me. Um, I'm probably going to enjoy him in the ring and not enjoy him. Outside of the ring, whatever. Uh, a young lady must have. He posted something on Instagram, and I think the comment was "cold pussy" or something like that. That the girl commented, mm-hmm. and his response says something like "come to my next fight" or something like that, so I could slap the shit out of you. And I was just like, "Why are you engaging with random in- Instagram trolls?" But you know, people do that. Celebs do that. Whatever. But why are you threatening to slap a woman on Instagram? Like, 
that's such a bad look. And it's not like this is some, to my knowledge, this is some girl that he has some deep history or beef with that should be able to even get under his skin to to make him think something like that. But just to be casually threatening to slap women on Instagram, that shit it's is crazy. not fucking cool. It's like, crazy. That shit is not cool at all. Like, I, I just didn't, like, just so casually to threaten to slap a girl. Like, Fam. Uh, look, man. A whole boxer. I, dude, I try to sit back and, like, yo, especially in this day and age, yo, like, I don't care who you are. You know that's not a good look. Especially in this era. I, it really, and dude, and it, it, you know what I'm saying? But it's like, especially in this area, you know, talking, talking greasy like that about hitting women, you know that's frowned upon. I'm not talking about the 1950s where you got, you know, these cowboy movies and dudes are in black and white and they're slapping bitches around. Yo, it's not the same time. It's not. And it's not, that's just not cool. And the fact that he felt comfortable to go out there and say that, he, yes, he's young. We can keep saying that. But, yo, it gets to a point in time that I'm tired of saying somebody's young. Yo, you just, you're just fucking up, bro. You're fucking up. And look, this people didn't seem like they caught this. But that's something that I don't play with. If you're going to sit back and talk about, you know, hitting women and shit like that. Yo, fam, like, I can't ride with you. He's letting it fly on social media. Like, that's a comment on Instagram. regard, bro. It's not like someone got some hidden video of him or secret recording where he was doing this in, in private. Like you, that's bold that that's he did super it bold. on, on Instagram. Just like that mindset. It's not good. It's not healthy. It's literally toxic. There should be no thought or feeling in your body um, that leads you to believe that and there's any, this- any situation, let alone a, a comment on Instagram that, you be out here just threatening women not even not a, just to think about like because you're right you shouldn't even have that thought but the fact that you not only did you have that thought you typed it in you read it and then you hit send yeah I, I delete so many so many tweets because i don't even feel like having typos or some shit like you know I, what i'm saying i i be deleting oh. tweets i be deleting comments like you know what bro you don't need to say this and i got i got six followers and i'd be out here changing tweets if i had like a million followers like this clown does you think you know how how careful i would be about what i post oh i'd be finstagram all day I, I have a, I have a publicist on my Instagram and I'd be out here on my Instagram with my 100 percent 100 percent man so look man these 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 cats are are trash and I just I don't appreciate it I don't like it and um I, I hope he grows up I I do what can I say I think he's a, an amazing talent in the ring outside of the ring he has to work on some issues got like gotta get his handlers right like Got to, got to help him help help him with his speech. Something like man. help him make better decisions. Someone has to tell him this is not right, and it's not something that hey, it's not. Floyd. It's something that I I saw in the comments, so I don't think it was on the shade room or anything. It so it's not. It's not like a lot of people are going to get wind of this, and someone someone can even say like, "Hey, bro, like, don't do this type of stuff." He His just. But he, has to, he has to grow. Up. He has a daughter. 
Hey, well, for, no- hey, first and foremost, I, I would like to congratulate you for breaking news. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like that that that's journalistic work right there. Did your damn thing. Fuck shade room. We're doing our own thing. I like that in you. So we're breaking. We're having conversations. And here's the crazy thing about that. I appreciate that because guess what? You're right. That was nowhere else. So that means no other show is talking about this damn topic, but we are. Number one, uh, fire uh, combat sports podcast. You know what I'm saying? That's how we're doing it. And if Javante Davis comes out here talking trash, yo, I'll take all that smoke. It's good. I'll toss them to you first. But at whatever, you know what I'm saying? Just make sure you at me. <laughs> just make sure you at me. I got you. I got you. Javante Davis don't got enough words in his vocabulary. Let's be real, fam. <laughs> he doesn't. You know, like he doesn't. I, I'm I'm out here like Captain Keyboard Warrior. Yo, straight up. <laughs> yeah, because I can't lie, man. When they try to get out there on their fist, or should I say, they 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 try to get tweeting back and forth. Yeah, come on, man. You guys don't read enough books, man. We, you like we do this. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I mean, and I, I like a, a healthy uh, social media debate, uh, especially you know about boxing and stuff. I do it on Twitter, cool, whatever, fun and games. Um, but I mean, hey, if Javante Davis wants to get me a few extra followers, he's more than welcome to. If he wants to touch me, make me rich. You can do that too. <laughs> um, either either way you go, I'm going to win. Facts, 100. percent Well, look, man, we'll see. Again, I hope he grows because I really do believe he's an amazing talent. I do. A lot of it, promise and you know, so much. We want, we literally want nothing but the best for nothing someone, but the best, uh, like Javante Davis. So I just hope he grows up, uh, stops threatening women. And, and stops uh, being a goof ass. That's what I want him to stop being. That's what he needs to stop, man. But, all right, check it out. We, we got a couple more, then we'll get up out of here, man, for the day. But uh, Triple G and Canelo's teams, yo, they've been teasing a third fight. Um, They've been talking a little bit of shit back and forth, and I'm going to be honest with you, the more I thought about this, so if Canelo wins, that's in my opinion, probably the fight that they're going to want to take place. If they fight for the third time, who do you think wins and how? I, and do you th- and, and do you want to see this fight again? I, I could stand to see the fight again. I, I could. I need to know who's going to be in Triple G's corner and how he's going to look under this new trainer. Yeah. Like, I mean, we didn't even touch on that situation. Yeah. I think uh, I, so. I first noticed, and we spoke about it a little bit on the show, Triple G really getting in his business bag when he signed with DAZN. And some of the things that he allegedly asked for during negotiations, one of them being looking to promote some of the fighters under his own banner, his own promotional company. Um, Obviously, he secured a bag, a few more fights than we had actually expected. Cool. Now, going back to Abel Abel Sanchez, trying to change their arrangement i'm gonna side with abel here and while you can argue that abel should have done more to prepare canelo uh prepare triple g for certain aspects of the fight uh, of either of those fights with canelo i mean canelo fought mexican style and triple g landed a solid jab all night it's not like he was totally outclassed while you can say abel chance abel sanchez maybe could have done more he still did a good job with him 
it was I, a I, I think for it's, a good long while. I, now, I think it's trash for him to leave. I'm gonna be honest with you. Well, I think it's super trash. So, uh, uh, so according to what happened well, uh, for no, the listeners, um, Abel Abel Sanchez is Triple G's trainer, and ever since Triple G has been relevant, he's been with. Abel Sanchez, who is a pretty big trainer in the boxing world. Very, very well known and respected. Well accomplished, all that good stuff. Yes, uh, all those good things. So (laughs) I believe, and you'll probably be able to shed a little light on this, that fighters typically have an arrangement with their trainers. And a lot of trainers, especially ones like Abel Sanchez, who are working with the fighter through their progression, they take something like 10%. That means 10% when you're getting paid $200 for fighting, but that also means 10% when you're getting paid $2 million for fighting. That's fair. We came up together, you taught me a lot, and you took nothing when I was making nothing. So now that I'm making something, you have a right to that money as well because you invested in me from a young age or from yeah, when I absolutely. wasn't making it. So Triple G went got a bag from zone and allegedly went back to Abel Sanchez offering a flat rate instead of their agreed upon percentage. Abel Sanchez was predictably not happy and essentially that was the end of their relationship. Look, and, and I, I'm, G, I'm, I'm, I'm with G the high road. Abel Sanchez, he, he let the smoke go immediately. He, he was very open with, with what happened. Whereas Triple G was just like, hey, thank you. We're, we're parting ways. So we didn't even know what happened at that point until, yeah, Abel, like Abel, an hour talking. Abel was, he was all, all with it. Yeah, look, I, here's the thing. I'm I'm not mad at Abel for. I, I tend to side with the fighters. I do, um, but I I won't, I won't I can't side with them this time. You know what I'm saying? Um, I'm with Abel Sanchez on this one. I, I think uh, Triple G. I think this is a bad look, and I can't lie. I kind of forgot about this. If they fight again, um, yeah, Canelo wins, and Canelo wins more dominantly. Man, I'm be honest with you. I mean, Canelo didn't win dominantly last time. He didn't win. I mean, it was a draw the first fight. No, I say he's going to win this one. Yeah, you're right about that one. But I think he wins and he wins this upcoming fight as looking dominant. I just I have to see what Triple G does. Um, Will it be a Robert Garcia? Will it be a Buddy McGirt? I mean, all guys that I'd be interested to see Triple G work with. And honestly, I think this makes this last part of his career, these last six fights, a bit more fun. He probably won't sign with a trainer for this fight because he can probably train himself for Steve Rolls. But um, yeah, I'm I'm interested (laughs) to see what happens. Um, I am too. The third fight against Canelo, it... I just don't know what to expect. You're just going with a different trainer at this point in your career. Well, I will have to see. And I'm always going to be excited for the prospect of that third fight, but let it build. Give it a couple years. He has six fights with his own. Canelo is with his own for 11 fights. They have plenty of time. Let them both get some other notable wins and, you can make that fight again, but give us some time. Every September for the past two years, we've seen that fight. 
I would love to see them both go in other directions and get some other other of those um some more of those middleweights involved. Absolutely, man. Well, hey, we'll see what ends up happening. Um, that weight class is great, man. Um, but it's been good, man. Hey, good episode, man. Uh, anything else you want to touch on today? I never got to touch on this. Uh, this was a this was about a month old at this point, but I didn't get to touch on it. The controversial decision with Jaime Munguia and Hogan. <sighs> I watched the I watched the fight. It, it was a it, it was it was a close fight, and a lot of the, what I something I see on TV that I don't like is commentators favor shots to the head so much, even though clearly uh, more powerful shots are happening to the body. They will take those shots to the head and they will ride with them. And I think that during that fight, Jaime McGee was landing a lot of powerful body shots that were effective and that's probably what the judges saw now you definitely could have given the fight to hogan i wouldn't argue with uh with that um and a lot of people say that hogan won that's fair but i can't say that it was necessarily a robbery um i think the commentators may have swayed the audience a a little bit uh and I, i think hogan that was a great performance. I think he deserves a rematch, absolutely. Uh, but I wouldn't necessarily call it a robbery. I, I think he was doing a lot of good work down to the body that just wasn't as flashy as punches to the head that really weren't all that effective for most of the fight. I think he did stun him once later in the fight, but he was doing a lot of good work to the body. Um, but he never was able to fully get a grasp on Hogan, and he would get it exposed at the top level. He's not making it out against a Jarrett Hurd, uh, any of the, really any of the top fighters in his division. What's 154? It's super welterweight? Yeah. Oh yeah, he's not he's he's not making it against the top fighters in that division and his handlers understand that, which is why they're handling him as they are and he's fighting the names that he is. So I'm interested to see where they go from here. He wants some of the big fights. Please do not step in there with a motherfucker like Canelo. You will get blasted. Uh, you're young. Make some money. Uh, take these fights. Get your skills together. And, you know, we'll, we'll see you in a couple years when you're actually ready for the top level again. Yeah, he got some time, man. It's, it's nothing to worry about, buddy, man. But shit, good stuff, man. Um, big fights this weekend. Uh, we both got Danny Jacobs. Uh, any last shots? Um, my friend Caroline asked for a shout out, so shout out to shout out to Caroline. Man, we uh, getting no shout outs on the show, man. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> it just happened. It just happened. Um, so we are doing that, and that's 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 really it for me. Nothing to say that nothing. I'm just excited for the fight, bro. It seems like tomorrow, but it's Saturday. Uh, it's now, I guess, Friday morning at this point for me, at least. Um, me too. I cannot wait for Saturday. It's We're all in for man. a treat. Please, please, please make sure y'all like y'all are tuned in. Um, no reason for you not to be watching anymore, especially with the zone. Make it happen. Definitely, man. Well, all right, brother. Well, you have a good one, man. Thanks for joining me as always, man. Yes, sir. All right, bro. Peace out. Yes, sir. All right, man. Um, that was my conversation with Brandon Camille. Yo, always a pleasure. Um, I can't wait for this fight this weekend, man. I don't know what else to say. I spend time on episode 107 or whatever it was talking about it. Um, we talked about it a lot today. Um, I'm going to be honest with you. 
one of the best fights that has, at least on paper, that's been coming up in a really long time. I can't wait for this one, man. Um, and look, at the end of the day, this uh, entire weekend is going to be fun. We have UFC, we have Bellator, and obviously we have this huge uh, boxing card. So check it out. I will be here checking everything out, watching all the fights, and I will be back very, very soon with all your breakdowns, all your news, and you know how it is, all the interviews. Um, with that being said, remember the Fight Podcast is brought to you each week by Sam. Sage Eats. Sage Eats offers healthy meals and fitness mentoring. Sign up for Sage Eats at sageeatschicago.com. Apply promo code FIGHT for 15% off your first three months. Remember, man, follow us at thefightpodcast.com. Follow us on all social media platforms at thefightpodcast. Um, Purchase merch. Listen to us, man. We're everywhere. Podcasts you can listen to. iTunes, SoundCloud, Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher. Let everybody know, share, rate, and um, we're going to continue bringing dope content to you guys, man. So with that being said, this has been episode 108. I'm your boy, your host, Serge Vicente. Love you guys. See you next time. Peace out.